Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast, Round 8, 2019. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Jack Watt Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who told Dane Rampey to climb the goalpost. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Uh, g'day, Michael. Coming to you from the beautiful... I can actually see the Adelaide Oval from my hotel room. It is wonderful. Hotel Over room? This... What are you talking about? It's Jack this... Watt Studios. That's what I meant. We've uh, read... Uh, We've redone the studio to look like a hotel room. We've branched for the out, moment. Man. So we got Rod Carter Studios. We got mm. Mark Zanotti Studios in Brisbane. In Brisbane, Is that right? yes. Have we yes. been? To, have we? Have we had to record a show in Perth? I'm not totally sure yet. I don't uh, think we have. No, we've no, we've never gone to never gone to Perth. We haven't set up a studio over there. No, but, no. Uh, but you and I were discussing how how do we christen the great studio that we've set up here in Adelaide? And there's only one man we need to go to. And I'll tell you what. Once I got here, woo, Michael, I am flying. This is going to be a th- this is going to be a three-hour fucking podcast. Let well, you me know, tell you. <laughs> when we got the person, we got the person to to design it, to to build it, and we said, you know yep. what, surprises, and they've they've gone all out. And you know what I love? I love What's the pool. I love the pool. I love the pool because yep. the man loves swimming. Well, that is that is very true, and also it has a uh, a Hofbra House theme as well. That's beautiful. There's a little bit little bit Oktoberfest in yep. here. There's a swimming pool. It's got it all. Jackwatt Studio is probably our, our will be our favourite studio. Tuck into your pork knuckle while you're there. And I your, definitely and will. And your and your and your Vizen pulver that's uh that's uh that's uh, lined up on the on the table here. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that is correct. And also, there's been a lot of young girls knocking on the door saying, "Is is Jack here?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about? He's he's in a he's in a loving relationship. He has got nothing. He doesn't want to see young girls like you." Absolutely not. Yeah. So. I did, in fact. Uh, I didn't know when did when did climbing a goalpost become illegal. I thought because we, whenever I coach a team, I'm always like, "Get up the goalpost! What are you doing down here? Yep. You guys, you fucking idiots!" And also, one, because you can shake the post, so that throws them off when they're kicking. And two, now you're also getting in the way of the edge and the uh, high technology that oh, the yeah, AFL the has review. implanted. Yeah. So, you know, they go, did it snick the goalpost? You go, I can't tell. Someone was fucking muffling the microphones that are in the goalpost. I'm, I'm all, all over that espionage kind of bullshit. That's a really good point. I didn't even think about that, about the, uh, how the goal review could be affected if, they, if the post was still shaking. The, the thing that bothers me, like, how much, if you're kicking for goal and a goal post moves, he's not going to move the base of it, right? He's going to move the very top of it. Are you aiming for the top of that goal post? Like, where are you aiming? Like, is that going to, you're going to go, ah, oh, oh, I almost kicked that, but the, the top of the goal post, goal post moves slightly. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't have noticed it. I can't remember the name of the Eastern player that was having the shot. Do you remember the it name? It was Myers, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I, I, I um, actually, it's right in front of me on the AFL website right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think he would have noticed it, but at the same time, I personally think uh, I'm amazed it wasn't a free kick. Well, considering everyone like Rampy was still halfway up the post when, he when took the, Jake Stringer took the shot. 
Yeah, when Jake Stringer was pointing it out to the umpire. Yeah, yeah. And the umpire said, get down. Yeah. And he got down. Yeah, and yeah. And it's like, how, how does the umpire not know that that's a free kick? And then the AFL ticked off on it, and now he's got a case to answer for. What the fuck's going on, AFL? You're confusing us. Oh, absolutely. So they the umpire said no free kick. Gil came out the next day and said probably technically a free kick, but I'm comfortable with it. Yeah. Um, the, the what does that mean? Technically, but nah. Yeah, well, but that, nah. Well, that's the thing. It's like when when people say, "Oh, technically, it's illegal." Like uh, when there's a crime or something. Oh, technically, it's illegal. No, no. So you technically, my, it's still illegal. Okay. Yeah, that lab I've got in my house is well, that. Yeah. Yeah, but no, is that like technically? But we'll tick it off. We'll give it a we'll give it a green tick because we don't want the umpires to look like fucking morons. Well, I probably I'm presuming this is probably the words of the great Dennis Pagan. You can't be half pregnant, so you can't be technically illegal. Okay, it's exactly. illegal or it's legal. Yeah. So he uh, now gets a please explain from the from the AFL saying, uh, hey, "Hey, can you tell us why you did that thing that we reckon was totally fine and told no one to worry about?" And then he said to horse after the game, I didn't know it was a, not a thing. And I guess, you know what, to the letter of the law, if you're playing football and you learn all the rules about, you know, incorrect disposal, pushing the back, it's pretty rare that you're going to be told, like, unless Rampy was often up a post, he's not probably going to know about it, is no, he? No, no, you're right. Like, you very, you very rarely got that at the junior clinic. <laughs> kind of like, you know, too high, tripping. By the way, don't try and climb a goalpost. You know, see, that's the issue at Auskick. Maybe the goalposts are too small. You try and climb one of those, it's just going to tumble Fall over. over. Yeah, yeah. Very, yeah, so you're never going to know until you're in the seniors. So, therefore, it's Auskick's fault. Well, there They're are, not teaching the kids now that you can't climb a goalpost. There are a couple of fun rules, and I, I hate to do the uh, the forward plug because I didn't last week for you, Adam, because you are on the beep test yesterday. Anyone Foxtel, you can watch it on your Foxtel Go. Uh, beautiful episode with Dan McGinley. But in the AFL rules... You don't really need Foxtel Go, mate. It's going to be repeated... Uh, fairly uh, regularly <laughs> yeah. on, on Fox Footy. You're going to be pretty safe. Uh, preview for like one of the episodes coming up. In the AFL mm. rules, um, they actually have a thing about how players must urinate into the toilets and not in or around the dressing room and on the ground. And they also have another rule saying that players... Oh, in, play- hang on, hang on, let's just pause on that one. In and around the dressing room. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're away from prying eyes. You're away from the crowd. I understand. Don't do it on the ground like many players used to do. Yep. Middle of the huddle. Pull the shorts aside, out it comes, cut a slash, go about your business. Hope that you see someone run through it or slide through it during the game. Yeah. But but in the change rooms, like yeah, yeah. who's around? Like I don't care. Like unless if it's half time and you're just standing there, you know, you're having your your, uh, your midfield meeting, you got your mid you got your line coach having a bit of a having to talk to you and you're just standing there having a wee. As long as you're paying attention to what he's saying, well, who gives a fuck where you're pissing? It's apparently an AFL rule. And also, um, wow. there's another one. I, I, I don't have in front of me right now, but um, players are meant to keep a, 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 a level of personal hygiene. So whatever that Is rule that means, right? that could be a free kick. If you could be coming into coming into goal and the umpire says, whoa, 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 wait, wait, you've got a, I don't know, like, what would personal hygiene mean? You've got to, you've got a turd. You've got a big, you got a big muff. <laughs> yeah. Like, they'll be like, nah, you got to get out of there and... You know, All you need to please explain. What's with the seventies pubic hair? Yeah, you got to get 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 a runner out straight away to wax it wax it down. Yeah, uh, well, that I don't, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I think the personal hygiene one is a good one. You know what they should do though with the goalposts? Because I actually didn't mind it. Dame Rampy didn't get up for high enough. What would be great is if you had like a uh, rungs on the goalpost, so you can get halfway up. Oh, okay. So mad, not only almost like a Mad Max thing. Yeah. So, okay, they, they, uh, you know, someone kicks it and it's going through post-height, fucking bang, you punch it back out, play on. You know what? I could actually probably see that rule coming in in, like, the year 
25 48 like you could actually uh, run up yeah. the goalpost and you could actually try and, and stop the ball going through well that's when you'd fucking hope that the lasers didn't knock you off the goalpost from the opposition team yeah yeah sure when we're half robot yeah <laughs> so it was a it was a, it was an amazing end to a game and i think it kind of it out it sort of took the shine off Sydney's win. People saying that, you know, Myers probably should have had a shot from the top of the goal square after the free kick. Why don't, do you think he should have gone the barrel? Yeah, I was surprised by that. And I, uh, yeah, I, I was surprised it kind of didn't go as far. He was about 53 out by the end of it. Yeah, but see, everyone seems to go, if you, if you go for the barrel and you don't get it, they go, oh, well, he went for the barrel, that's okay. Because if you're over 50, to kick a, a drop punt through, you've got to be like Buddy Franklin. Like, yeah. You've got to be and a fucking at, good kick. And at the very end of the game, too. Very fatigued. That's why the, the see, that's the AFL's uh, rotations, the interchange cap, has worked perfectly. Otherwise, back in the old days, he would that would have been a goal. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Malcolm Blackstar. And so it's, it's finally, yeah, it's come to fruition. What do we think of uh, Aratio Fantasiasi? Oh, okay. Uh, Adame. Uh, I think... <laughs> Listen, Michelle. <laughs> you know, when I first got my license, uh, when I was like 18 or so, I mm-hmm. was there waiting for it. and Strapping lady, young lad you were. Yeah, yeah. A lady came out to kind of, you know, hand over my card and she called out, uh, Michelle Chambellon. And really? then she looked at it again. She was like, oh, Michael Chamberlain? What did you get it in Paris or something? No, no. It was just like she kind of just went creative on my name. She was BT before BT. Well, it's good to be BT before BT. But see, the thing about uh, Fantasia, he came out today and said it's Fantasia. Well, yeah. I'm not quite sure where he... Well, well we know how, where he stands on the name. But I, I reckon there are a lot of names that are pronounced incorrectly. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty certain that Favola is Fevola. You think so? I'm pretty certain that. And also, uh, a friend was telling me that uh, Dugowie, I believe, if you were walking down Dam- downtown Amsterdam, would be Dahoy, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll go with that. And probably Roughhead would be Rashad. Yeah, sure. But what about you? You're Rose. Are you Rosenbachs? Rosenbachs. Yeah, but you get Rosenbachs a lot, though, aren't you? I get Rosenbachs. I got introduced on Saturday night as Rosenberg. I get it all, mate. Oh, I just, really? Uh, Rosenberg. Yeah, and that, that was I was at a gig I was doing, and he goes, you, you know and love him, he's fantastic, Adam Rosenberg. And you go, you don't even know me. So close personal no friend. <laughs> yeah, very close. That was at the uh, West Coburg Football Club. Great night. I do love it when um, comedians feel the need to introduce you as like a good friend. And it's, yes. like, it's like, oh, really? So like they're going to yeah. judge me by the fact like we're mates. It's like, well, oh, no. no, 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 you said they're mates. So that means they're yeah. funny. Pay attention now. He really likes this guy. <laughs> He's seen him heaps. They've travelled all around. Yeah. These guys gig together all the time. I had my friend Terry Siakis, and uh, she uh, she was introduced uh, uh, a few years ago. She noticed on the lineup that it was written T E R R Y. And then the bloke brought her on going, He's a great bloke. He's fantastic. Please welcome <laughs> Terry Siakis. And then a lady walks out. Oh, that's nice. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I mean, I just think that. We should just defer to BT, and whatever BT says your name is, that's what you adopt. Pretty much, yeah. I reckon BT should be like there when people are coming into the country. You know, like back in the old days where they talk, they've got one in Sydney, yeah. like the kind of where they come off the boats and, you know, and, yes. and, and their anecdotes of people like, you know, that wasn't my name, but that's how the guy wrote it down. Yeah, like, like at Ellis Island name. in New York. Yeah, a bit like that. Yeah, there's one, yeah. I think it's a Manly, I think, in Sydney. Um, okay. So I think that should be like BT's job when like, 
you know, he's at immigration. New people come to Australia. BT's like, a part of Border Force. It's like, what's your name? And it's like, hmm, how can I? And and BT puts his little spin on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Muhammad uh, goes, no, I don't like Muhammad. I'm going to change it to uh, Michael. And uh, your surname is Al-Baghdadi. He goes, no, nah, I don't like it. The Bagman. Yeah, yeah. And so he can best, he kind of rolls it around the tongue a little bit going, the Bagman, the bag, Bagman. <laughs> <laughs> but even like Jake Lloyd, it's always like Lloyd, oh, dude, which I, does my fucking head in. I saw that recently. I, I had to, There's a YouTube clip of like um, BT saying Lloyd for about five minutes. And it's hilarious. He's like, Lloyd. And then the one he just goes, Lloyd. <laughs> it's very annoying. I'll tell you who's not annoying. Your man, the, the greatest man in football at the moment, Jared Roughhead. What a, what a decent human being he is. What a delightful man. So he gave a bit of advice to Reuben William on the weekend. Yeah, now, now, now let, let's just uh, put it first. Friend of the show, but he, ha- he got dropped. And that's a huge fucking call from Clarko, isn't it? Like, did you, did you ever expect that Ruffy would get dropped in his remaining career? I didn't think drop, but he had about eight touches on the game against Melbourne. Um, yep. He kicked. He, he did kick a booming goal that kind of was very nice and, you know, looked great on the replay. But yep. I, I didn't think of a dropping, but I was like, eight touches, that's a bit rough. And he has been a bit rough the last few weeks, I'm sorry. Um, but, but Clarko, he's fucking, he's the ice in his veins, man. Well, I think it was more like sending a message, wasn't it? Well, it certainly didn't. It worked, but yeah. uh, but Ruffy kicked um, kicked the Jew off the grass in the VFL against Footscray. He kicked five and he was, in a draw he against was there, the Bulldogs, and he was there um, giving a bit of a uh, bit of help to the backman that he was destroying. He was. He was having a chat to Reuben William, and he um, I think Reuben asked the question of whether how, kind of how to play big men. Uh, Is that right? Yeah, because he, he probably looked about on the TV, looked about maybe four inches, maybe shorter than Ruffy. And yep. he was like, how do I go? And Ruffy kind of like pointed in the right direction, do that, do that, do that. Um, but then Ruben was also like, yeah, <laughs> you know, when I couldn't, I had my back to him, he was just like, you know. Uh, killing tough. me. Yeah, killing me, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that's, hey mate, that's rough. We've, we've seen it in the flesh, haven't we? Hey? What a great man. So hopefully, man. I mean, I want him to be back in the team. Like we, I mean, we, we are in that kind of period where we've got Ruff, Mitchell Lewis, maybe a thing, who knows? Still a kid, but like it's like, sheesh, that that big forward. Like if Ruff goes at the end of the year, um, we. I think you bring him back, around. and then if he doesn't do any good the next week, you drop him again. I reckon you just oh, fucking yo-yo message. him. So <laughs> yeah, so he gets no confidence at all. Oh, you're back. No, you're not. Put him in the emergency. Bring him in. Drop him just before the game starts. But also, I think people are thinking about maybe Ruff being the final year for this year. But at the same time, like, you know, if he does have a good back end of the year, like, you know, does he go on again? Who knows? Whatever. Anyway, people love him. People love him. Mate, it's Clarko. He'll be No fine. one's going on again, mate. He'll fucking, he'll ice him. He'll you find know what a way, like. wouldn't he? Yeah. But I'll I mean, what, it's funny because that, that 2005 draft, or 2004 draft, um, of those top few, like Griffin gone. Ah, huh, that sounds like a uh, Harry Potter um, house <laughs> Griffin gone, Griffin uh, gone. Leeds probably at the end of the year Probably Yeah um, I would think so Tam- Buddy's not playing particularly well Tamlin Buddy I mean what's Buddy got left Four years off the top of my head Like um, Yeah He's yeah. not getting there I mean yeah Rough goes like that That top echelon um, Yeah Yeah But again It's like what 15 years ago So yeah obviously. But also to too end. You know the good thing about uh, Playing on Sunday Ruffy would have been Out of the MCG At say what uh, One o'clock He gets to go home early Fucking great Because no one else turned up I turned up, Adam, and uh, I mean, I think <laughs> it's a bit deceptive that you are crowd figures. Uh, 
I, I saw 14,000, is that correct? I saw a lot of people outside the ground, okay? There are a lot <laughs> oh, is that right? trying to right? get in. I think it was more that the gates weren't open. No, it was actually, okay. it was a bit shit. Like, there was like, all like shops were closed and shit like that. Like, you know, the bars and like, two out of three bars and food stores were shut. Um, right. And Jeff Kennett came out and talked about it being almost like an AFL conspiracy. Talking about how is that the, right? Conspiracy. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. He reckons with our programming this year, he reckons like we'll lose up to about a million dollars, possibly. And he yep, said yep. it's been quite deliberately by the AFL. He said they've been dealt a bad hand. Now it is unlike Jeff Kennett to say something ridiculous. But he, he was he was saying don't put the Mother's Day game at three twenty on a Sunday afternoon because anyone who loves their mum is going to be there for dinner or on their way there or they've seen it for lunch and so they're not going to get to the game in time. But when do you play Greater West and Sydney in Melbourne? Like when's a good time to do that? Because you're not going to you're not going to draw a huge crowd anyway. No, for sure. A lot of people are going like we played Carlton about 2 weeks ago and they're like why didn't we play the Giants there in Tassie? And yes, that makes sense. Carlton this week. Yeah, yeah, you think like put a Melbourne team. I didn't I didn't kind of buy into the the Mother's Day thing cuz like if it's fucking, you know, Geelong and Collingwood, like they'd still get 80,000. So I don't really kind of buy the leaning on the Mother's Day thing. But I I had a great time at it because I was there with my mum. So it was best of both worlds. Oh, is that right? You went you took you took Mama Chamberlain. Well, I didn't take Mama Chamberlain, like but we were there, like mum and dad and my friend Nina and my uh brother brother-in-law and niece and nephew. So it was a bit of a family huh. adventure. And one other person. That's great. <laughs> and did you see JGD? We haven't seen him for a while. What's going on? I'm worried, sick man. I haven't seen him for a while. He's obviously gone corporate. And he's up on the second level now, and so I. Can't you know what he doesn't like? He doesn't like his son playing in the back line. He's gone. If if uh, if my boy, if Jack isn't in the forward line, I ain't going. I and ain't that going. contributes to the numbers. People that gets out. Is JGD going to be there? No, I'd he's actually. Not. Well, I'm be, not fucking going. I'd actually be curious. Like you know, like every now and then you kind of have a game, and it might be like three degrees outside, and you go like. Uh, I, I might just watch it on TV. Yep. If you're the parent, like, is that call a bit tougher to make? If you're like, I've uh, got to call up your son and be like, oh. If your son's, like, if, if your son's, you if you're Joel Selwood's parents and you go, 250 games, he's already won three flags. Do we really need to go see him? He's going to duck. People are going to boo. <laughs> You're going to know we're related to him. I can't be fucked. Got to drive all the way up the highway. Part of me I, goes I like, imagine as a parent, you your first couple of games, you're excited. And then once they become settled in the team, yeah. you give up completely. Yeah, okay. okay. Unless it's finals or big games. You know, you're not going to watch them. You're not going to shit games. I wonder how many kind of follow them. You know, Perth, Brisbane, go all around. Here's a question, I, uh, question without notice. Oh, dude, come on, mate. I know. I know it's a Monday night. It's late. But do the cheer squads get subsidised to go to the games? Because... I would say that uh, most people in the cheer squad are not the most affluent people getting around, <laughs> and yet they seem to be everywhere. Like, yeah. I saw the Melbourne cheer squad was up in the Gold Coast, teams that travel to Perth, that's not a cheap fucking flight for anyone. Yeah, yeah, Richmond, so, WA, yeah. Yeah, so do the club allocate a certain amount for the cheer squad? So if anyone out there is in a cheer squad, we'd love to hear from you, because I, I reckon they must, because there's no way that they would be able to afford that. Joffa's not fucking flying around Australia on Joffa's wage. Well, I mean... I mean, he makes a lot of cash, but he can't claim it. But do we see Joffa at the Interstate Games much? I don't remember seeing him at, like, Brisbane or Perth or Adelaide. You know what? That's a good point. I think there's um, probably restrictions on him travelling. <laughs> um, 
But I, I just reckon because you say that I reckon you see a lot of the same people. Like the the, the the GWS people who come down, surely the AFL is paying for those guys to come down just to get a crowd. You'd figure because like at the game the other day, even though there's no one there, like they were literally the only Giants fans there. The ones behind was, the goals. Yeah, there was like what, yeah. thirty of them or whatever, but they were literally yeah. the only people. It's tough, isn't it? You know, mm. and I, I mean, you know, they were awful, which is not didn't give them a lot of chance to. Um, to applaud and stuff, but yeah, I'm just curious. Any anyone in the cheer squad, anyone with any knowledge, I would love to know that. Answer my question without notice. Hey Adam, how much of a low dog is Gary Ablett Jr.? He's probably one of the lowest dogs we've ever seen in the game. I like, think you're uh, right. Yeah. His last two weeks. Yeah. I, and I know the AFL has, uh, you know, decreed that he had nothing to uh, answer to, but you and I, and people watching, we all know we've been strong on Gary Ablett being a low dog. I mean, all the way back to his debut. We were like, it's coming. Yeah. We know we know a low dog when we see one. Oh, absolutely. And, and it might and take about 328 games, but it's coming. Yeah. And we know that God will, uh, he will remove his hair because he's such a low dog. And he did. And he said, <laughs> I will I will make you go to Gold Coast. And he did. But how many people have that? But keep the beard. Isn't that a weird quirk of balding? They're like, we'll give you a full beard, but no hair yeah. on top. No hair think, on top. I think yeah. most people would be like, "Give me no beard, but give, keep yeah. my hair. Give me the hair. Love yeah. the hair. <laughs> yeah, really big fan of the hair. Yeah, not I really look great in that. Don't really know? care about the beard. Got used to it for the through, through my first twenty four <laughs> years. Look good with it. Didn't have a beard for the first fucking seventeen, and now fucking do the old switcheroo. Not but, happy. But uh, Junior got um, cleared by Chriso. Now, what did you think of this hit? It was way late. I thought this one was worse than the Shield one. The, the Shield one, I was like, ah, yeah, low dog. Yeah, but <laughs> but this one I was like, I, I, actually, I watched I watched it a couple of times and I was like, the ball is clearly out of the way before he throws. That up was the, the thing. He took a, he took a couple of steps and then went up for the yeah. the, the elbow. I'm, I'm like I'm like you're not protecting yourself there unless you've overcorrected the protection and like you mean to almost protect your chest with a, a shoulder. But no, I, I I think I often protect my face with the point of my elbow. Yeah, but I do feel like all the brown lows are now tainted. Like, and I don't mean like Gary Ablett's. I mean all of them. All of them. Yeah. So they should really all be handed back. Yeah, yeah. that one. Now, that's, that's fair enough. I mean, it, there's going to come a time, and maybe it'll be a preliminary final. Who who knows? But Gary Ablett, you're going to get done, mate. You can't keep running around like this. You're fucking sniper. But Chris has said that uh, it was insufficient force. That was the main overriding thing. When he when he got up at when he got up at you know allegedly ten thirty a.m. as we know through our our, our background information and yep. he and he strolled into the office about eleven a.m. had a coffee <laughs> and then watched like a minute and a half of clips and then had the to people make a few had given calls. him yeah. yeah exactly yeah and then came out and talked all friendly to the journos and then got very serious I mean actually no, no. that stuff. Uh, Chris, I was in the toilet cubicle and he had his uh, underling come in and he just talked to him through that. Yeah. He's like Gary Ablett, what do you reckon? And the guy goes, ah. Oh, I reckon it's pretty sufficient force. He goes, oh, no, it's insufficient, mate. Nah, we're not charging him. Don't worry about it. What about Nat Five? How did Nat Five get off? Well, I haven't actually even seen that one, man. Do you want to take me through that one? Well, so the Five one, the first time I saw it, it happened, like they showed it in slow mo. So you go, oh, it looks worse. Not much in it. Yeah, but it's that that last second where you go, oh, he's about to protect himself, and then he just lifts it like in one split. You know, one frame, bang, up goes the elbow, hits Tom Lynch in the face again. I think. It's because Tom Lynch wasn't concussed. I think it's all about if you 
feign more of a concussion. Like if you come off, doctors go, come down the rooms, yep. bang, mallet in the head, you're fucking concussed. Then you get Gary, you know, whoever it is, five, ablet, whatever, out for two to three weeks. So I think it's up to the doctors to take it more in their hands and say less about, no, he's fine. Go, no, mate, we're going to make you concuss. We're going to concuss you. Well, here's my conspiracy theory moving forward. Crucial, mm. you know, like a <coughs> prelim final, whatever. Oh, here we go. Uh, if you're playing you, an arch enemy. Yeah, yeah, you're playing someone. You'd be like, yeah. hey, mate, just um, let's just, like, we're winning, whatever. We had 10 goals up with a minute to go. Hey, just um, get this concussion test wrong. We can have that guy ruled out tomorrow. And um, Oh, no, so you, so you wouldn't do it in a prelim. No, you, you might do it in a qualifying. You're doing it in a qualifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, so I, you I, see I, him again. I realised when I was talking, I made that rookie mistake. I'm... I'm very angry at myself now. Junk time apology. But but who, who you know, who ought to say that the integrity of the game, Adam? Mm. Guess I don't trust these shifty doctors, man. Nah. They're all in Look, the I dodge. Think they're all in the dodge. Yeah, mate, I, I think Bruce Every Reed doctor. has shown... Bruce Reed has shown the integrity of doctors is of <laughs> such a high level that we can never bring into question that anything they ever do. So you take that back. But who knows, man? Maybe one day you get a fucking road doctor and he's like, yeah, yeah, it was really bad. Mm. And, and, and it wasn't. You never know. Anyway. Well, I think doc- any doctors listening, you fucking get on that. You go, no, mate, stay down. Stay down. Hey, um, I was barracking really hard for Carlton on the weekend. Thank you, my friend. Thank I was you. barracking really hard for Carlton to lose in an embarrassing fashion. Like, get we really don't do close. That. <laughs> we don't do that two weeks in a row, mate. We're just a one embarrassment at a time kind of team. No, no, I was hoping for you guys to get up. It was like a really kind of cool, like people talking during the week about, what well, does the Collingwood-Carlton rivalry still matter? Yes, and, there and, was a lot of question to that. And it was a great little game. It was a really great little game. Look, for Carlton to be up by 11 points in the last quarter, I think with 20 minutes gone, um, against the side that a lot of people are saying, you know, is a premiership fancy, yep. was a fucking huge effort by us. Sure, they kicked five goals in about eight minutes, yep. but that's going to happen. They're a very good team, Collingwood. But Carlton, all you wanted to see was just to not get flogged. And we did that really well. We yeah. were fucking, we were close. Yeah, and I Levi Casbolt, he was in the back line. He did okay. I think he had that. I think he had that on the banner on the <laughs> on the ground at the, before the game. It was like, please don't get flogged. <laughs> I <think that> <laughs> well, I think it's just good for if everyone pleased to the players now. But Patrick Cripps came out and said we are going to respond, and they did, which is you know all you want to see from a teammate. So next week we're playing the Giants in Sydney without a back line, so we could get flogged again. And yeah, the Giants are coming right. off an absolute spanking against Hawthorne, so they will want to respond. And I can't see Carlton doing very well up there, but you know we'll take we'll take this honourable loss again. Fuck, we're good at honourable. We're we're, the, we're leading the we're leading the league in honourable losses at the moment. Hey, I'm a little bit frightened about Collingwood, though. Like, you look at their team. Fuck, man, mm. they've, got, they've got some fucking very good players, don't they? They're about a little too deep for mine. Yeah, like like properly deep and properly young, too. Like, they're going to be around for a long time. How good's Brody Grundy? Yeah, yeah. Um, for Stevenson, a fucking hipster. Um, Dugowie, like, you know, yeah. Pen- Pendles is still, you know, um, flying. Like, it's... Uh, it, well, but then I, you stop you stop three or four of them, and then you know Will Hel- Will Hoskin Elliott bops yeah, up and new pops up, up in the last like, quarter. Who the fuck are you? Like where where did you where, come from? <laughs> where have you been? You know, <laughs> fucking, what have you been doing? Yeah, like they actually. How dare you? I feel like they're my pick at the minute. I want the Giants to win it. I've said that. No, before. but after what the Giants did on the weekend, I, I would I would actually rule them out. They clearly cannot play at the MCG. Yeah, that's kind of interesting, actually. Like how they. I mean, it was it was it's not wet, but it was like a bit dour. Um, yeah, there was no one there, but you know that doesn't matter for them. But like, 
Uh, and I think also the Hawks kind of had the, the blowtorch put on them during the week with the Ruffy dropping and stuff like that. Yes, okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, embarrass themselves losing to Melbourne. That was embarrassing. And it was just a bit of a it was a bit of a nothing kind of game. Like you went, you didn't walk away from the game going, "Fuck, Hawks are awesome." Like you were just like, but, yeah. But you weren't expecting uh, GWS to kick four. Were they kick four goals, five goals? No, walking in, you think you you were going to lose. Yeah, but yeah. you were you were hopeful that they could show something. Yeah. Oh, no need to brag, mate. All right, yeah. you fucking won. We get it. What about? <laughs> okay, what's your take? So there was some, there was some ugly incidents uh, in the. There was some ugly incidents in the crowd, um, post Carlton Collingwood, and you know we've had we've had a few punch-ons in the crowds uh, this past season. We've there was a, that. Uh, had a few. There was yeah. A, yeah, it was, uh, the one of the in the first game, Carlton Richmond. There was that um, Hawthorne Melbourne one just yeah, uh, just last one, week. Yeah. And they're talking about do we either uh, segregate the players or do we ban booze? And as an Australian, I can guarantee you 100% that there will be no booze ban at the footy. Oh, ban booze. I thought, I thought, I thought you meant like boo as in like boo. Oh, booing. No, no, no. Get off the piss, mate. No oh, piss. Oh, ban booze. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, no, they were talking about just because saying, you know, people by the end of the end of the game, they've had a skin full, you know. Yeah. It's like a it's a one ten game, so a one forty five game. So they've fucking gone out for lunch, had a couple of froths, get to the game, couple more froths, game gets close, had a couple more froths, then you fucking get into the you fucking you fucking where did he came from to go? That was a free kick against him against Plowman, he punched him in the face. And you know, little things like that that may I may or may not have said at the ground to spark that <laughs> fight. But then people say, well, just, let's just stop alcohol. And Australians wholeheartedly will go, no, we can't do that. We'd rather a few punch-ons fire up in the crowd rather yeah, than get sure. rid of booze. When do they stop the grog? Do they stop at three-quarter time? Uh, no, that is a ridiculous thing. Yeah, gotcha. I don't, well, I don't believe so. I, I know do they that do I, that in the NFL maybe? Maybe you yes, talk in about the N- that doing the NFL. Yeah. In the NFL they do. They cut it off. And I think also in the baseball it might be the seventh inning, the bottom of the seventh. I yeah, think they gotcha. cut off the booze as well. And also well. in the baseball, they have kind of um, dry areas, so you can you can drink <laughs> in some area. Yeah, yeah, which is not a bad idea. So if you don't want to get in a punch on, you go in a dry area, which is up the top, right up the back, where no one gives a fuck about you. But I admire these people with their um, their uh, who can get that shit faced at a footy game and also have the financial resources be like, yeah, I'll drop <laughs> I'll drop twenty five thousand dollars on a beer. Because I'm like, every time I buy a beer, I will well, not beer, but like buy a side or whatever. I'm like I'm like, um That's expensive. Dude, can I give a kidney instead? Like Yeah, yeah. No, that's blowing the budget. Yeah, I yeah. No, if you get if you get in a shout at the footy, you're like, fuck oh, fucking hell, hell, fucking killed me. <laughs> You come back with your little tray and you try not to spill stuff because it's just dollars down the fucking drain. <laughs> You're like, fuck this. But I've never been one to kind of go to a sporting event to, to get drunk. Like people talk about, yeah, I went to the footy and got shit-faced. I'm like, didn't you watch the game? Like, I, just, I don't want to watch the game. I don't want to get no, shit-faced. Sounds like someone's never been in a box. <laughs> you can't help it, mate. It's not even your fault. It's not, you're just, they're just serving it to you, Michael. But also, and it's just, you know, it's the, the catering. You're paying for it, so you may as well fucking drink it. So what about segregation? That's that's a pipe dream. That's not going to happen for a good hundred years, I reckon. I, I can't see how segregation happens. Yeah. Also, and, how, how do you segregate the MCC? Uh, well, you have like the, the haves pro- and the yeah, other haves. It's probably Protestant and Catholic or like uh, <laughs> private school, public school, most yeah, likely. You're divided by how many um, uh, yeah, it's like negative, negatively yeah. geared 
properties yeah, you've got. investment properties and no Oh, you've properties. only got four, you pauper. I'll fucking cut you up. I'll fucking cut you up. <laughs> I'll fucking, I'll fucking, I'll stab the tires on you, Bentley. Oh, you, you, I'll have a good, I'll fucking have a, I'll fucking see you at the Supreme Court, Your Honour. The thing, the thing about, <laughs> the thing about segregation though, is you're not segregated once you leave the ground. Like I know they do that in the UK. Yeah. But in Australia, everyone, you know, everyone kind of, because they all come from, Towns, whereas we all come from suburbs, so we're going to cross paths at some point. Well, we talked to Christian a few weeks ago, our friend from AFL Switzerland, who talked about yes. the, even being segregated at the um, the ice hockey. Mm. Which I kind of, I don't know. I, I think just because a couple of fuckwits ruin it for the rest of us, I don't think we should be segregated, and I don't think we should be uh, no booze because we have mid strength and people still manage to punch on with that. So, you yeah. know, we'll we'll achieve it no matter what kind of alcohol is in the booze. Yeah, I reckon maybe bump up the security a little bit. Um, and I, mean, I remember a few years ago, there was a fight, uh, I think it was Melbourne Collingwood, so this is about eight years ago, and a guy got done, who got into a fight, but he'd been on ecstasy. Oh. And it's like, what are you doing at the game? Like, oh you're just going, fucking, this is a great game, but I'll tell you what, it'd make it a lot better, is if I took a couple of pills. Oh, shit. Oh, God, yeah. It's like so, watching Bongo Cam going, fucking check those beats, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well, you don't want that person there. Fuck off, mate. But I, I think like, it's the well, thing. Well, I, I, I want them there because I make a lot of money out of them. But I also think it's that thing of like, um, if there are people at the ground who are kind of being loud or annoying or, or saying, and I'm, I'm a big one on this, like swearing, like, you know, don't be yeah. shouting out, you know, Fs and Cs and stuff like that. Yes. Um, the kids around. Um like, uh, people feel apprehensive, like, you know, do I tell that person to maybe calm it down because you don't yeah, know I what they're going to do. Yeah. I get that. And I think people's, you know, people's tempers are flaring at the end of games when, you know, things get tight, you say things you didn't mean. Yeah. And But, I, I yeah, you would hope it doesn't delve into, you know, well, let me show you what I mean yeah. with a fucking uh, 112 to the face. Did this thing? I had a thing recently, a few weeks ago. There was a dude on the tram. It was like a packed tram on a Saturday. I heading down to town, and um, there was a dude like, who played, played essentially like I would say offensive rap music. By the fact there was lots of C's and stuff and stuff like that, okay. loud, like on his speaker, like played it really. Yeah, loud. right, right. And you're there, and it, it, I kind of found it kind of funny, but no one wanted to take him on. And well, it's very confronting. You don't want to be that person that steps up because you never know whether you're going to get fucking knife. Well, that's the thing. You don't know if they do have a knife. And then I, I, and yeah, he. But then I kind of saw him. He was like about eighteen or so, and I was like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I could have taken you. That'd be fine." But you're also looking around, going, "Is there an adult who could, you know, say something?" And then you go, "Oh, yeah, I'm an, I'm adult. an adult. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> when when did I turn eighteen? Oh, that's right, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, but he was just playing playing shit Aussie rap. So it's all like, yeah, got my fish and chips down the beach. And um, yeah, it was just kind of funny when I, f- I finally saw him after like 15, 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, you're a child. I want a fucking glassy. <laughs> That's not a bad song though, that one. <laughs> now the West Coast Eagles were very lucky to, they had a good win over here. Uh, sorry, in uh, in Melbourne. Sorry, I'm in uh, Jack Watts studio, not over here. Uh, ag- against the Saners, but... Um, they were lucky. Some of their players were lucky to get there because they were trapped in a lift. Am I right? Pre-game, they, they went to get some breakfast and they head back to the lift. And then it, were, so there's in the hotel, and they were kind of in the Pullman, actually, just at the top of the MCG, just near Jollymont Station. Yep, that seems to be the go-to place for football teams now. Yeah, um, and, and so they, Oscar Allen, their uh, their new great big forward that they're trying to, you know, the 20 year old that is going to be a replace for he'll be the replacement for Josh Kennedy in a few years. 
They were all in the lift, and he said, uh, on the way back, we got in the lift, and we were actually miming an In Excess song. So could they have been annoyingly playing the song on their phone? Like That's you actually a really hate? good point. Yeah, there would have been mm. someone walking down the hotel hall going, is there an adult somewhere? Because <laughs> I want to stab these people. Shut these motherfuckers up. And then uh, he goes on to say, and whoever got it wrong, so I don't know, there was a big fuss about it. So clearly someone got the lyrics wrong. They weren't happy. I actually got the rhythm wrong, and everyone started jumping in the lift, and it kind of just stopped in the middle of the levels. Yeah. So, you know, have you ever done that? Like bounce a lift as it started to land? No. Is that a yeah. thing that you do? I have done it previously, and it just makes a big noise, and you probably shouldn't do it. But I was very young when I did it, so it was not the smartest thing to do. Clearly. Really? So you get near the ground level, and you bounce yeah, it like about you know, two feet it before? Sort of, yes, yes. So you slam into it when it finally stops. Really? That's a thing that you did? Yes. Wow. I'm pretty, I'm pretty cool. Yeah, like thinking? no, no. It's just like your teenage years are like kind of like there's this like re- weird kind of random vandalism that's like <laughs> totally not required at all. Well, that's what vandalism is. It's wanton. Or like, what, what do you plan it? You chucking the sun, the Saturday paper when you're doing the paper round, like kind of ramming it onto people's um, uh, verandas, like a centre bounce. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Saturday age, the Saturday extra. Yeah, yeah. just to because I wanted to wake up the neighbourhood because I was awake. Yeah, that's that's not a normal thing that people do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I beg to differ. Junk timers, help me out here. <laughs> Thanks for working. Tell me, serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> tell me that you're all assholes. Um, so then. They were jammed. And he said, we tried everything, pressing all the buttons. And after about 20 minutes, they called us back and said they'd be another 45 off. Have you ever Have you ever been stuck in a lift? I don't think I have, no. We talked to the uh, great Chris Judd about four years ago in a mm. Junk Time interview podcast, probably in the archives. And he talked about he pushed the emergency stop button. That's when he was right. doing, I think he might have been doing an under 18s tournament, maybe. See, another another one like me, just a bit <laughs> yeah. of mucking around, you know. Yeah, yeah, he was mucking around, pumping them up, and he yep. uh, he pushed the, <laughs> he pushed the uh, emergency stop button, and then all of a shock, it uh, stopped immediately. Stopped like it was an emergency. <laughs> yeah, and so he said that they had they pried the doors open, they had teammates feeding them toast through a little gap in the uh, in the between floors before they could get them going. That was like pretty much pretty much the worst thing Judd's ever done. <laughs> it was like the, the, the naughtiest thing he's ever done. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, they were stuck in the lift, and he said, luckily... Uh, so, the players that were stuck in there were Andrew Gaff, Jack Darling, Elliot Yao, and Liam Ryan. So, there was some fucking... There's some good players stuck in that lift. Like, St Kilda really could have won had that lift stayed jammed. And could you do that? Like, if they were still stuck in the lift and the game time was happening, you're like, you know, out, yo, lift. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you need to... Yeah. Like, do they... You know, who was it when they brought Joe Danaher back in? Uh, well, who was it? It was the Bombers, but they brought him back in a couple of weeks ago and they got that 20 grand fine or whatever. Yes. Do they put up a bit of leniency if like, if four or five of your best players are stuck in a lift? I I would think so. I think there'd probably be a please explain, but <laughs> you just go, they're in the lift. And they go, okay, that's explained. Thank and, you. And then they go, why did the lift stop? Oh, we were playing in excess on speakerphone and then we jumped up and down. Oh, no, 100 grand fine. You're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, you fucking idiot. We'd actually lose your points. Actually, we're taking all your wins away from you. How long do you reckon you'd cope in a lift? By myself or with people? No, with people. Uh, with strangers, about three yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, fuck, we've got to talk to each other. This is weird. Yeah. So they said that uh, one of them had a um, uh, a deck of cards, so they just kind of sat on the floor and played cards. But yeah, I reckon... Man. It would start to close in very quickly, I reckon. Yeah. Especially, you know, in a really crowded one, you'd just be like, oh, this is not going well for me. Yeah, I think you'd be lucky if um, 
in this day and age, you got your phone, so you can kind of potter away on that for a little bit. No, but have you ever been in a lift when you know when you're looking at something on your phone and then it just cuts drops out. back to three G and then cuts out? Yeah, yeah so yeah. I'm not I'm not convinced that that would work. Yeah. Oh God, you have to talk to people. The be horrible. And what if you do like you know? Uh, I think they said here that um, they'd had a few coffees. Yeah, and a lot of water. A lot of water, yeah. and uh, you know they're worried about you know, and we know that you're not allowed to do it uh, in change rooms. So clearly, you're not allowed to do it in a lift. They're being yeah, please yeah. explain from the AFL. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I saw a YouTube clip of a bloke who was stuck in a lift for like a day. I think. And oh, I fuck. Yeah, that that'd be a nightmare. Yeah, and then I saw. But a, also, then I saw a film called Die Hard, where a guy had to get on top of the lift and like go between floors, and there were people shooting at him, and it was like that would have been a pretty tough day too. But that's all right. At least you're not stuck in the lift. <laughs> that's okay. But uh, they were saying, how's this though? They were walking from the first floor, uh, the first floor down to the ground floor. You lazy fucks. You footballers. Yeah, sure, sure. Just stroll down the stairs. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I, there's trouble at the Eagles. They're they're unfit. They're unfit. They are. They are. They are in big trouble. I tell you what. Uh, an, an ex uh, Eagles champion uh, met with. Um, Richmond officials and Tigers before the game against Frio on the weekend. Ben, ben Cousins, Cousins is mate, back. Headed down there. Yeah. Good to see him, man. Good to see him. And actually, you know what? Like, I mean, he's been through his, you know, trials and tribulations of late. But if he if he just shaved the beard and the hair, you'd be like, that's Benny from old. He's still a handsome man, isn't he? Yeah. Like, he's not, like, blown out too much. Like, not at all. Like, you still look at the arms. There's a bit of yeah. something there. Oh, I wonder why he hasn't blown out too much. <laughs> What's keeping the weight off, Ben? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> um, oh, God. But yeah, he actually... I I wonder what Richmond would... Like, they'd be going, it's great, we need to get him back, you know, get around him kind of thing. But yeah. then you're like, fucking hell, he's talking to Sydney Stack, who's just been there for like four games. We don't... It's good that he's there, but it's... It's cuz like no, everyone knows. I think you're everyone right. knows the cuz story. I think they'd be like, "Oh, great, Benny, um, come come in," you know. And he's like, "Oh, mm. could I, um, you know, have a quick chat to the boys?" And like, "Oh, look, um, you yeah. know, like, yeah, look, we've got a process. Like, you know, Dimmer kind of takes it from, you know, you're half not going to believe you're not going to believe this, Ben, but um, twenty two of them stuck in a lift, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, you just wouldn't read about that singing an excess song. <laughs> And just got jammed, mate, buddy. We'd like fucking like. Thanks for coming down. Absolutely. And next, love you here. next time we're over here, like when we play the Eagles next time, oh, just coming free, but yeah. mate, come. Yeah, seriously, we'll let you know. Yeah, we'll call you. Absolutely, we'll call you. But yeah, do you, do you mind if I just, if the boys get out of the lift? Like I can talk about you know my journey and like you know how yeah how I I've been how, I've been how, trapped how I, in enclosed spaces yeah, for a long time. I can I can tell them about how like I've I six I, to I twelve kinda, months. I kind of seem like uh, during games like just had a lot of energy. I can I can yeah. give them hints on how to. <laughs> I just get really have a lot of energy when I shouldn't really have that energy. Like, uh, can I talk? Can I talk to the boys about? They're, they're in the lift, mate. They're in the lift. Yeah, Love I, to. Yeah. Any anything got any spare cash? Love I to. Can, yeah. Any, any cash I could just any, just. Get <laughs> <cash>. <laughs> I've got a I got this um, West Coast Eagles Premiership Cup. If you want to buy that for five hundred bucks. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, if you I've got a medal. If you want to catch um, Brownlow's, you know, Dusty <laughs> want two. You want two? Yeah. Okay, buddy. Anyway, it's good to see him back at the club. Hey, Sean Smith. We'll wrap up shortly, but Sean Smith, uh, mm. Melbourne great. He yeah. went online talking about his son Joel and had a bit of a bit of a go at Melbourne about their So Joel has heard, yeah, Joel heard his groin in the preseason and is out for at least another three weeks. So I don't think he's played this season, but 
His dad's fucking teed off, hasn't he? Yeah, I feel a bit weird when the parents kind of go a bit rogue. And now, I mean, unfortunately... I love it. Unfortunately, I fucking like, love it. Well, yeah, it's yeah, good yeah. for everybody. Yeah, actually, I, sh- I should say it's actually good for content. But yeah. he he talks about the club mismanaging his son. Yeah. So, Sean Smith, uh, clearly conditioning is not up to scratch and players have had ops. <laughs> the Herald Sun's very politely put in brackets, operations. So, we didn't know. Just in case. Yeah. What, you never wow. know. Operation, what about the, what's Wow, wow. I uh, have not been managed well. Guess whose fault that is. And Who? don't even get me started about the mismanagement of my son. Oh, so he was talking about other people's operations as well. Yeah, see, this is... I, I always find it weird when parents kind of have a guy... Now, this one was not public. Like, it was on um, social media. Well, it was on Facebook, mate. No, no. It's but public. I, but I mean, like, it wasn't him going to the actual media. In terms of like, there've been a few times players have been dropped for a grand final or something like that, and they've gone oh, to the yeah. Herald Sun, gone to the Age, and they've been like boohoo, boohoo. And this one's on Facebook, and so this makes me yeah, wonder. Yeah, to me, mate, that to me that's it. That's public. That's a public announcement. Oh, no, like no, no, he no. knows who he is and no, who no. his son is. No, no, I'm saying it's public, but I'm not saying it's like I've I'm calling Cherno come to my door. Yes, okay. And I'm going to do an interview. Okay, and if you ever like. Have a go at me again, I'll fucking kill you. But, <laughs> but okay, it's written by Jay Clark here. And kudos yeah. to Jay Clark, if, if if this is true. To be following Sean Smith on Facebook. Yes. To friend him, just on the off chance that one day you might get a scoop. <laughs> like, fucking, yeah, yeah. that is well fucking done. Like, if you're there going, oh, man, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a journo, I'm eager, I'm going to break the big stories. Hmm, who should I follow? Who should I friend? Just to get the, the, the top-notch stuff. Hmm. Sean Smith? Oh, yeah. And number one. <laughs> Mate, but he's friends with all the players' parents. He's just on the off chance, like you say. You never know when it's going to happen. What I really like about it, though, is it's very obvious that uh, his son, Joel, has complained to Dad yeah. and has told him all his info, and then Dad has gone, well, I'll fucking... I'll have a go about that. And then he's like, uh, Dad... Uh, you know how I'm not getting a game? It's not because I'm not injured anymore. It's because you said that the conditioning's up to scratch and that no one's been managed well. That's oh. why. That's why I'm in the VFL again, again, Dad. You fucking idiot. It's a bit rough, and I, I mean, I mean, and it's this world of social media as well. But it's like just the idea of like any kind of rant on a Facebook website or whatever. It's like, ugh, just, I love them. Uh, nah, it just uh, puts a shiver up my spine. Just, I love it, mate. Uh, it's where rants belong. Yeah, well, yeah, because you can seem to write unlimited stuff. Like, it's like, <laughs> dudes, okay? Shut up. It's where, it ha- it's where it all should happen. Hey, should we do a bit of footballers in real life, Adam? Absolutely. What have we got? Let me just get it up now. Oh, this is a good one from Michael. Or could be, you know, Michelle. We don't know how BT might pronounce it. Yeah, that is very true. When you're there at the uh, at the immigration board. Mm. <laughs> Uh, this Friday night, I headed down to the Tote to get myself a good old dose of Aussie punk rock. So the Tote's a, a dirty fucking dive bar pub in Collingwood um, that's renowned for its uh, its alternative music. The band, <laughs> Amel and the Sniffers. Yep. For the uninitiated, Amel was an astoundingly energetic outfit with a powerful woman who fronts the band made up of three blokes with powerful mullets. Yes. Standing tall above the crowd. Are you familiar with Amel and the... Um, I am indeed, mate. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, you're that yeah, they're world. G- yeah, they're great. Standing tall above the crowd, uh, looking the part in a tight leather jacket was Richmond legend Matthew Richo Richardson. 
Here we go. Can confirm the band's humorous name does manifest itself in members of the crowd handing out little bottles of amyl nitrate to the band members for a whiff, if they so choose. I oh, they do they really? Hey, mate, it's the footballers in real life, so it's fact. Okay. Uh, I, however, cannot confirm if, after seeing this, Richo is considering taking a name, a band named just three more votes in the 2008 Brownlow Medal. <laughs> I would I would go see that band. And you know what? That's the kind of uh, band name that would happen at the tote. Yeah, yeah, they'd be a bit loose, wouldn't they? Yeah. You just go, I'm going to see uh, three more votes in the Brownlow tonight. And everyone will go, oh, yeah, they're fucking great. Uh, we've got a bit of inside info about the umpires, Adam, because we were talking about the umpire pay last year, last week. Was that right? Y- yes. So we have one here from... I'll not mention the name. Okay. Been requested, not mention the name. Yeah, we're, we're protecting people's um, identities these days. So this could be from Razor Ray. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, uh, we do know. We're protecting the name. Remember that bit? Well, it's not Razor Ray, okay? <laughs> it's not. Damn. Uh, the umpire pay you mentioned a li- was a little bit low. So I think last week we were talking about the VFL umpires being paid about three fifty. Yes, and we Would thought that, that right? AFL umpires got 1500 per game. Yeah, so the umpire pay you mentioned is a bit low, but around the mark, VFL field umpire is closer to four fifty a game. Okay. But the reason I'm messaging, quick umpire pay story. In 2010, drawn grand final, the umpire pay for the grand final is up around ten grand to twelve grand. Fuck, not Jeez. bad. And that's for 2010, a, man. That's like 10 for years ago. GF. Yeah, it's going to have to be like at least 15 to 16 now. In brackets, doing very well for themselves, yeah, as are, as as we all are. Mm. Uh, now, you'd think umpiring two grand finals, you get paid for both games. The AFL tried to stiff them on the payment for the second grand final. Sometimes, mate, my hatred towards the AFL. How fucking dare they? You're what... What do you get a painter in to paint your house and then you go, I give it another coat and you go, I'm not paying for the second coat. What the fuck? You're paying for it, AFL. And I remember that that grand final and the one after being highly regarded as like two very well umpired grand finals, particularly a draw in a grand final. Yes. Where, yeah, you for know, no one to talk about the umpires. Like we aren't talking about, you know, 10 years later pretty much, talking about that one decision. Yeah, absolutely. There That's a very be, great call. There may be Saints or Collingwood fans out there who go, no, no, you're wrong. But like... The, it's not in the zeitgeist. So so don't tell us we're wrong. We're fucking right. So shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, you'd be thinking, two, I'm probably two grand finals. You get paid for both games. Alpha tried to stiffen the second one, not wanting to pay the extra 10K per person. Mm. Some quick politicking by the AFL UA. Oh, the Umpires Association. The Umpires Association. Fuck you, sure. mate. And that, that's how powerful it is. You rarely hear about them, but fuck, when they do, they go hard. That's actually the first time I've ever heard the reference to the AFL Umpire Association. Oh, no, Same. about a week ago when they talked about they were angry that the AFL weren't supporting them. Uh, oh, yes, yeah, they were. Yeah, made sure it was a crisis averted and each ump got 10K for two and a fortnight. And as they should. Uh, another little note, delisted umpires often go back to the VFL to try to get back on the AFL list, two completely separate lists. Uh, the tr- and trade nice? the MCG for Casey for a year to try to get back up. Oh, okay. Added here from our friend, this never works, poor blokes. Oh. <laughs> oh, so they, That's they a shame. Go back and, yeah. They think they can change it and then they go, oh. now if I goes, nah, you're not coming back, mate. They're like, well, what'd you tell us to go to Casey? They're like, yeah, it was cheaper for us. Here's one from We Luke. stooged you. Uh, 
being the politician leviathan that I am, I was handing out some of my policies at Blackburn Station in Melbourne, South uh, Melbourne Suburban East. As I was offering some in-depth policy analysis to punters just wanting to catch their bus, I attempted to dish off a pamphlet to a lean, fit bloke with an athletic attire uh, where the upstairs jacket said Melbourne winter and the downstairs running short said I have terrific calves. Got a gentle no thanks, but, I, but a smile, and I think it's fair to say that the Greens may not be the party of this ex-superstar of the game, uh, and that person was Brock McLean. Not Brocky. Brock McLean. Carlton did I tell you? Did I tell you I ran into him at the um, Izakaya Den in the in the city, the Japanese um, restaurant in Melbourne? What do you mean you ran into him? Like you kind of like, hey, Brocky, how are you, mate? Or like, yeah, he was just yeah. there. No, he was walking up the stairs as I was going down them, and he just yelled out, "Adam!" because he's just fucking mental. Really? And yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Brocky, how are you?" And then he'd um he'd he'd, he'd enjoyed himself while he was there. I'll put it that way. And so we just said g'day, and then he continued on his merry way. Uh, good on him. It was a few months ago. Uh, we're gonna hit the road, Adam. We are indeed. I tell we... you what, Carlton against the Giants, mate. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be massive. Yeah. Hawthorne Richmond on Sunday. At three twenty. Are you gonna go? Uh, I'm gonna be in Sydney this weekend. Uh, okay, I'll tell you what. That will get more than fourteen thousand people. Yeah, I guarantee yeah. that. Yeah, but that would yeah. be that'll be a make and breaker for the Hawks. If we could pitch yeah, you that. lose that. It's fucking all over. But they've got no Ruckman now, uh, Richmond, so they could be in big trouble. Well, they've got no nothing, haven't they? Like, everyone's fallen over. They are. Hey, we are Junktime Apple Pod at Gmail, Junktime Apple Pod on Facebook and Twitter and the Gram. Absolutely. We're going to hit the road. Hey, go, home. Go, Blue. Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.